Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do. When a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything. It was violent, it was senseless, and I will never understand it, I will never accept it. I'm Amy Donaldson, and unfortunately, we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives. But what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt. In a new podcast, The Letter, we relive tragedy, but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Utah's best athletes count on flexibility, speed, strength. And the Jazz pick up their 22nd assist. So they count on University of Utah help. Brielle Soleil puts this game away. And so can you. Leading doctors, a world-class environment, award-winning innovation, care to be great. 14 unanswered by the Utes. University of Utah Health, caring for Utah's best and yours. Schedule your appointment now at uofuhealth.org slash care to be great. Number one. Miss any part of the show? Every moment of every show is available in podcast form by searching Hanson Scotty on your favorite podcasting platform or online at kslsports.com. This is Hans Olsen and Scotty G on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard, 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone, kicking off the final hour of the show. All-Star Weekend coming up. All kinds of goodies, man. Kicking off the final hour of the show with an All-Star interview. Yes. That's what we're doing. I like it. Excited to talk with our next guest because he's seen the ins and outs of all of these things over the years, and I just love good insight. Guys that are... In the middle of these operations. Back in the day, we were always talking about doing a uh, doing a segment called like Thursdays with Don or something because yeah. nobody tells a better story. Nobody has better stories than Don Sterling, now executive director with the Miller family, kind enough to join us. Don, how are you? Hey, Don. I am doing great, boys. You know I love you guys, and any chance I get to spend a few minutes with you is I'm well spent. So... There's a lot we want to talk to you about, but let's let's go back in the uh, DeLorean, 88 miles an hour, and head back to when you really felt like that it could happen, that the All-Star Game could come to Salt Lake City uh, when the Miller family owned the Jazz, and uh, you guys put the wheels in motion. Kind of talk us through the moment where you're like, you know what, I think we can get this done. Well, it's, it's a little bit of an interesting story in that in 2016, I was with Steve Starks who had just recently joined um, Sports and Entertainment, we were at the tour of Utah. And it, it's a little bit of a... Um, and not quite sure exactly uh, where it was. Kerry uh, Holt Larson has one view, and Steve has another view. <laughs> but somewhere between Escalante and Torrey, Utah, which were great venues for the tour of Utah, Carrie took us aside and said, I have an idea. I think we should make a run for the NBA All-Star Game. And, you know, we 
frankly said, Carrie, it's a lot of work and there's a lot that goes into it. I've been able, I, I was part of many all-star games when having worked at the NBA and, and uh, we just tucked that away, um, but did not really pursue it with vigor. Uh, shortly thereafter, we began the re- uh, renovation of the arena and uh, two, 2017, and Stark said, you know, we should revisit this idea. And so Carrie and I, on behalf of the Utah Jazz and Jim Olson, who was then president of the arena, we began to conspire about how we could bring the game to Salt Lake City. And there was some symmetry to it in that it was we, the, 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 the rotation – looked to us to be Indianapolis, Cleveland, and then we started to focus on 2023 because there was great symmetry with the game coming 30 years after 1993. So we, we began to have conversations with, with the league, and it, uh, it moved on from there. there. There were some things that we knew we wanted to do and wanted to share via message to the NBA, we're you know, following the game in 93. We hosted 17 days of the Olympic Winter Games and 10 days of the Paralympic Winter Games. We knew how to put on big events. And um, we, we knew we needed to talk about what was new and different about the city and its population and what we wanted to accomplish. We had great help from, we had great help from Thurl Bailey, who, uh, hosted a, a video that we put together for the league. We were able to go out and grab one of our good friends, a big fan of the Jazz, Ty Burrell from Modern Family, who was in the video. In fact, we flew to L.A. and he sat on the Modern Family couch and talked about how great it would be for the game to come to Salt Lake City, especially since he owned a couple pubs here. He said, we need the business. Please come. <laughs> and... Uh, we, it, I, I have one other really kind of cool memory in that we were headed to Los Angeles for the All-Star game there, which was a joint hosting by the Clippers and the, and the Lakers. And this was Donovan's uh, rookie year, and he was a competitor in the Slam Dunk Championship. So we all flew down together to L.A., and we had a jersey, which we wanted. This was the last part of our, our pitch. Our pitch package was a jersey signed we, we, we wanted to have Donovan, who then was a, an immediate rising star in the league. Now it was going to be a dunk championship for him. And so we had him sign it to the league, and which he said, hope to see you in 2023. And uh, it's just very cool the way it's turned out that the game is coming in 2023, and Donovan will be with us in 2023. So there's some symmetry to that as well. So in relation to getting the Olympics to come into Salt Lake in comparison to getting the All-Star game to come into Salt Lake is there are there any comparisons in winning those bids and in our is it the similar bid process Well it's it's changed dramatically with the IOC um oh Salt Lake City and the uh bid uh, adventures we had uh getting the games here as you might recall Yeah but it, there's certainly a difference in scope. Um, they give you um, um, seven years to prepare generally for an Olympic Games. 
Um, and you end up, we won the bid in uh, 1995 to host, and the games took place in February 2002. The rotation for the for the league is is a bit quicker, um, and I the league likes to showcase new buildings or newly renovated buildings, so we knew there was an opportunity there. But much of what we learned in 93 and then in the Olympic Games, there's certain areas which you just know you're going to need to have buttoned up. And it, you know, it ranges from hotels. Uh, you need enough hotel rooms. Proximity is really important. I mean, our airport is so close. This is a very walkable city. All the major venues are fairly close. I mean, from uh, Vivian Arena up to, you know, the Huntsman Center, it's not a, it's it's not a long way to go. Uh, things behind the scenes, security, transportation. Um, there are many private parties that take place, and you want to have adequate assets for the league and and more than ever for the players and the participants who like events. They are hosting events, so you need you know a lot of it goes behind the scenes. The other thing that is incredibly important with this state and city and community steps up is just the willingness to collaborate, the willingness to open up its arms when, when the NBA comes in and, and it truly is their show. Um, it's, it, it passes through us, which is uh, a great honor, but um, all those behind the scenes things that when the NBA family arrives from around the world, that it is seamless and convenient, user-friendly. And, and uh, one of the things that Salt Lake City and Utah always provides is just a tremendous level of service and friendliness and uh, accommodations. Um, so the, the, uh, I think this will go down as one of the best all-star games ever, independent of whatever happens on the floor, just because of, Looks like, uh, you know, what Jim has done from the team level. And, and Terry Holt-Larson is still, he's a VP at the, at the team. And they, they have worked long and hard with the league uh, to, be pre- to prepare for this weekend. So you, uh, you find out that you are awarded the All-Star Game back in 2019. And then, of course, in October of 2020, uh, the Miller family sells um, – the majority of the team to Ryan Smith. What were those? I got to imagine that was part of the conversation. I mean, you know how aggressive Ryan is and how excited he was right? Uh, to get his fingerprints on an all-star game. I got to imagine was something that was certainly fired up. He was fired up about and talked about during that process. For sure. Uh, I mean, you, and, and let's remember it got a little wonky in 2019 with the pandemic. Yes. Uh, 2020, excuse me. And, and, the rotation, we didn't quite know what the rotation was going to end up being because Indianapolis, that game was, was postponed. And and so last year was Cleveland, then us, and then I think it's going to Indianapolis next year. But knowing of Ryan's love for the for this team, for this community, and 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 being the new owner, this it was an added it was a value add to the discussions for sure that the all star game was already locked up. And, and coming in 2023, and, and we've seen what Ryan and the and the team have done. I mean, it's I, I was just out and about in the city today, and there's a great vibe, and it's only Thursday. That's an incredible vibe, 
and the arena looks incredible, and the transformation is incredible. And I started thinking on my drive in today because there's road blockages, and you kind of have to go up and around the temple to try to get in here to the Triad Center. And I started thinking, is that all on the Jazz? Is that all on Ryan Smith and the Utah Jazz to rebuild the outside with all their signage and rebuild the interior and put a new court? Or does the NBA come in and do that, Don? That really is, that falls within the responsibility of the league. Um, they are, their events team is so good. Um, it, you know, they do events domestically. They do events internationally. They are just really, really good at what they do. Um, and it was fun to have them in town early on. Um, things that you don't think about, the Salt Palace Convention Center has enormous space and accommodation. And you, you could see the representatives from the league, their eyes get really wide when they saw how much space was available and its proximity to the, to the arena and its proximity to hotels. Um, the crossover event, I would encourage anybody who has a chance to come downtown to go see, go participate in the crossover event, which is really a blend of hoops and art and design and music and culture and food um that that in itself is uh will be a very cool thing but yeah i i think ryan ha- has a vision and and he's executing that vision and it'll be it'll be incredibly exciting don sterling joining us uh was with the jazz organization for many years a uh, good friend of the show and and me and hands we've known him for geez well over a decade now now the executive director for the uh miller family uh but don you know when you see these events and you've been around so many big events with the olympics and and nba finals i mean this is i i I don't want to sound like i'm being the guy that overhyped something but this literally is one of the greatest sporting events to happen in the state of utah perhaps since the olympics and the nba finals and and when it was here in 93 Absolutely. We've talked about this. When you think about the, you know, um, Commissioner David Stern had a very close and personal relationship with Larry Miller and, and Gail, and there was much affection and shared respect. And at one point, there, there came a point where David challenged Larry to say, look, if this is going to go long, you need to build a building. And as we know, the, an incredible effort to bring the uh, then Delta Center, soon to be Delta Center, back you know to life. Um, and you, you you think about um, all that has transpired. You have the game in '93. You have the finals '97, '98, right? Then the Olympic Games. That series of events really was, you know, could be called Gen 1 of Salt Lake's moment. And it started with the All-Star Game in 93. Um, you know, that was the first year I, I, I was looking back. I, I lived here. I was working for Children's Miracle Network. And it was the first year of the, of the uh, NBA Jam session. And because I had worked in the league at the past, they called up and said, hey, can you help? corral volunteers for the jam session. But you think back, it was, uh, to put it in perspective, it was Isaiah Thomas's last All-Star game, and it was Shaquille O'Neal's first All-Star game. Wow. And 
And I always like to look back and see who did the national anthem, because generally it's a, a marker in time. And the anthem in 93 was done by Boys to Men. And it was beautiful. You know, I would like, what's interesting for me is, especially when I was at the NBA, um, we, we had, I joined in 83 and the first all-star game of the modern era was in 84 in Denver. And we did, we, you know, the, the last time the all-star game was in Denver was in 1976 when Julius Irving was a member of the ABA. Now he's then in the NBA. So the idea was let's bring, let's bring the slam dunk championship back. And so that was the first year in 84 of the slam dunk championship. And we had this great idea. We had looked at what baseball had done and, they had the old timers game and we said, let's do, let's do the legends game. And we were so smart. We said, yeah, let's do the slam dunk first. And then the premier event will be on Saturday will be the legends game. <laughs> well, it certainly was great to see all those guys, uh, but they were older. Yeah. <laughs> they, couldn't, they couldn't quite get up the floor like they used to. So we said, okay, we need to figure this out. So fast forward to late 85, we had the idea the game was going to be in Dallas in February of 86. And we said, let's, what's a new event that we could do? So a ragtag small group of us began to test this idea of a, of a three point shootout contest. And we tested it a couple times at uh, what used to be called the continental basketball association. And I will tell you that, you know, we tested it twice and we thought, well, Let's give it a run. And and we really did not know how the three-point shootout was going to turn out until round one, shooter one, of the event in Dallas in February of 1986. I remember we were, so, we were such a, a skeleton crew, myself and Steve Mills, who later became the president of the New York Knicks. We were both working at the league. We were enlisted as ball boys. We were out there. <laughs> chasing balls, and then wow. we're sitting there on the sideline in round one, shooter one, with a guy named Craig Hodges. Wow. And and Craig lit it up for 25 points, you know, 25 points in round one, shooter one. And we all just kind of looked at each other and said, yeah, I think this thing's going to work. Mm. Um, that was also made famous when Larry Bird won, yep. won it, and uh, that's when he came in the locker room before the event and said, Okay, boys, who's coming in second? <laughs> was it was it hard getting the big namers? Because you know, there there's still big namers that do the three point contest, but the slam dunk contest has lost a little bit of its luster because you don't have the who's who of the NBA that could be awesome in that event competing. But when you were introducing some of these events for the first time, was it hard getting the players to buy into it? Not at all. Not at all. Even and and I look. A lot has changed and 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 evolved. But with with the slam dunk, uh, you could, it, you know, they were these players were just so willing and and really wanted to participate. And that's why you had in those early years. You know, you could always count on Dominique Wilkins. You could count on Michael Jordan. Um, you know, you could you could count on, you know, half man, half amazing, right? I mean, you could count on these dunkers to to go, and that's why we were so thrilled in Donovan's rookie year, you know, that he was willing 
And, uh, you know, that I'm, I'm not saying put him on the map, but that certainly was one of the first things where Donovan said to the world, I'm here. Um, that has become a little more difficult with the, with the dunkers. The, the shootout, you know, generally has been a little easier, as has been the skills competition. Don, is there a certain way that the NBA judges success for an all-star weekend in a certain area? Are they looking for something in particular, sales, ticket sales, revenues, numbers? What What is it that our our city, that our state can show the NBA that we were deserving and we held up on our end of the bargain? I I would say from a um, from an organizational standpoint, number one, that from a technical standpoint, you have to execute putting the weekend on. And I know we're just going to get really high marks on that. I mean, you you have to create an environment where um, the commissioner and the owners and the representatives from the teams and the players themselves and the participants, that, that the last thing they have to worry about is, how do I get from point A to point B? Is my family, and many of them, it's a great time for them to bring their families in and their kids, and did they have a great experience, um, first and foremost? I think equally important is the league will always look to the community and want the community to say, it's hard to imagine us not having this event and this experience. And boy, in, in some ways it changed us, it improved us, we were informed, we were able to see some things we didn't think we might be able to see. You, you know, the, the stuff on the floor, of course, is always fun and exciting, but it's really, and this is where Ryan has his eye on the, on the North Star, and that is that the experience that the community uh, has with the NBA coming in with its really signature non-competitive event, so to speak. I mean, it's nothing like getting the finals. But when it rolls in, it's a big deal, a big deal. And the economic impact's important. All those things are important, but I think it, they say, did, did those in the community and our NBA family have a great time? <laughs> well, Don, we could chat with you all day. Always fun to catch up. Don't be a stranger. Hans and I are going to buy you breakfast here soon. And uh, you don't have to release it to the public, but if we could ever get our eyes on that Ty Burrell video, we wouldn't mind it. <laughs> well, one of these days, maybe it'll take a few breakfasts, but maybe. maybe. <laughs> You're the best, Don. Thanks, Don. We appreciate Thank it. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Have fun this weekend. Will do. Absolutely. You as well. Don Sterling, one of our favorites, joining us. He is the executive director of the Miller family and, of course, was the uh, chief marketing officer, um, was chief revenue officer for a while for the Jazz Hans and I got to know him really, really well, really good friend of ours, and uh, really fired up. That conversation and all of our all-star coverage brought to you by Aquaterra Steak and Sushi, a curated dining experience in downtown Salt Lake City. Also the anchor on our golf team. Oh, that's right. He was (laughs) on our golf team once, wasn't he? Yeah. I forgot about that. Don is all things good, man. And you talk about an ambassador of our great state and the city. He is always behind the scenes promoting and putting the best foot forward. And he is tied into some really good people. Yes. Yeah. 
All right, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. Again, so many great things going on this city, uh, in this city this weekend. Uh, ben Anderson's got a great lineup of uh, what's going on and where you can hang out and things you can be a part of at kslsports.com. All right, joining us once again, Adam's with us from Five Star Painting. And Adam, look, there's so many things that people want to do to improve the look of their home. And they think it's got to be this big, massive gut job or tearing down walls or all that stuff. Just a fresh coat of paint can really improve the outlook of your home in a hurry. Oh, yeah. And it's it's probably one of the least expensive ways to, to totally change yeah. the whole vibe of what you got going on in your house. And and one of the biggest things is the is the kitchen cabinets, and I haven't talked about it a lot. But if you if you go in and you have like that old naughty alder kitchen cabinetry, and and everything's just kind of one tone. If you were to go in and and paint those, uh, you know, a nice bright white or something, it really opens up your kitchen. It changes the entire vibe that you got going on there. And you can do a cool little thing called tuxedo painting, where you do the top top a little lighter and the bottom a little you know a little darker maybe you do like a little gray tone or something and, and then it just gives you a lot of contrast it, it adds value to your house and just changes everything you know and that's the thing a lot of people think of five-star painting and they think exterior but a lot of interior work you can do oh yeah we do we do honestly we cover everything we'll, we'll do new construction we do uh, on the new construction inside outside we'll do kitchen cabinetry uh, you know, repaints and on just just to freshen up, um, we'll, we'll cover pretty much any aspect of the painting industry. We can we can handle it. If you're a guy like me and you're like you know, and your wife is saying we got to do this, we got to paint this, the outside of the house. You're like, I got it, I got it. And then I got it becomes next year, becomes two years from now. She's like, I'm like, I got it. I got it. It becomes getting a paintbrush, starting it, not finishing it. Exactly. it's just too much work. Yeah. Here's the thing. Let the pros do it because not only uh, are you going to save people a lot of time and swear words and, and effort, but you got, you're in and out of there pretty quick. Yeah. So most of the projects, um, most of the projects we can get done within a week period, starting on a Monday and ending on a Friday. And, and it's funny you mentioned that because we've been called out quite a few times where we come in and I can, can essentially, can you bail us out? Cause they got half a wall of a 16 foot entry. You know, and it's half painted. And then when they had to get up and cut in on a on a big ladder, they're like, "Yeah, I don't think we should do this." And so we'll we'll come in, we'll come in and save you. It, it's totally fine. All right, you get uh, you get booked. You get your uh, get on the books. You don't have to have the job done in February, but if you get on the schedule and you put in your deposit, you're going to knock off fifteen percent, and you're going to throw in the paint for free. Yeah, it's it's the biggest discount that we've given. In fact, my business partner, while I was sitting here, texted me and said, "Hey, we're going to put us out of business. You keep giving everything away for free." And so, so <laughs> I'm going to so I'm going to keep doing it. And and so, fifteen percent off and free paint. And it just we just need a deposit and a schedule by the end of February. And it, the job can be done in May, April, June, whenever. Uh, you know, the prices are still good, and and we'll we'll get you taken care of. Fifteen percent off. Free paint. That's that could be thousands, really. It could be thousands of dollars in savings. It, it definitely can, on depending on the size of your job, and and even even the paint cost alone in in most average jobs is is five hundred bucks, six hundred bucks just just in paint. Wow, you know, and then and then we're gonna throw in another fifteen percent off on top of that for really essentially the labor cost is is what we're taking that off of. So you know, it's a great deal. I, you'll be hard to find a better one. Yeah. 
All you have to do is call right now, 801-208-2649. That's 801-208-2649. All right, we have got 25 minutes left of the show. Sometime in the next 25 minutes, we will be giving away a pair of tickets to the Celebrity Game. Keep listening. It's going to happen here in the next 25 minutes, but you got to be ready to be listening, and you got to be ready to call, and uh, we'll get you some tickets. It's all straight ahead. Hans and Scotty, 97.5, the EKSL Sports Zone. All-Star Week on The Zone, and we're getting you ready for the game as the NBA comes to Salt Lake City. Fires the three! Pow! Listen all week for the best coverage of the All-Star Game with all the best analysis, interviews, and tickets to all the big events. Check this out. All-Star coverage on The Zone is presented by Aquaterra Steak and Sushi. Your home for the best All-Star Game coverage in Salt Lake City is right here on 97.5 The KS Sports Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind, only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. The wheel is loaded, and it's time to talk some sports. This is Sports Roulette with Hanson Scotting, presented by You First Credit Union on 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Sterling, who just joined us. Uh, also, big thanks to Matt Gephardt, Tim Lacombe. Uh, who else have we had on? It's been a busy show today. Yeah. It's been a fun one. If you like missed we had somebody else on. Yeah, who do we have at 105? <laughs> Only one of the coolest people there are. Oh, Alema Harrington. There you go. Why am I spacing on Alema? Yeah, we had a Alema. Well, tell you what, if you missed any part of today's show, all you have to do is log on to uh, the Hands and Scotty page on kslsports.com, or you can uh, just search Hands and Scotty and whatever podca- uh, podcasting platform you prefer. Hands likes what? You're a Stitcher guy? Yeah. See, I'm Spotify, whatever you like, it's out there. We'll get you squared away. You'll be able to find the show, we find just, the interviews. All we ask is that you um, rate and review. But only if it's five stars and only if it's a nice review. If it's not, then... We'd appreciate those. Let's be honest. We don't really want those. If you're still listening at 242, you're probably liking what you're hearing. So, come on. (laughs) You like what you see. You like what you see. So, just rate it. Rate it as so. We have fragile feelings. We don't want your negative reviews. 
<laughs> oh, like so true. I am so fragile. I can dish it out like crazy, but I'll read one two-star review and I'm done. Next thing, it's 10 donuts deep. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you want? Yeah. You want me to have high blood sugar? You want me to get the beat us? Okay, leave Is, a good review then. Because you're going to give it to us both. <laughs> Start leaving those two stars. Our death is going to be on your that's hands. That's on your hands. Yeah, I'll lose a you. foot thanks to you guys. Seriously, we really would appreciate uh, reviewing a kind word. Yep. mean a lot to us. All right. Uh, let's get to it. Lloyd, fire up that wheel. The goat is getting old. Did you see Michael Jordan's turning 60? Yeah, I'm not a big fan of that. That one hurts a bit. What is happening to us? Because Father time's undefeated. Because because as he ages, we age. Yes. Yeah, he doesn't get old on his own. That hits all of us. It's the one real memory that I have of the NBA in my younger years because I was so football and wrestling oriented. It was the dream team and it was Michael Jordan. And I told you the first name brand shoe that I owned was the Reebok pump. And at the time, the LA gear with the purple and white laces. Yeah. Carl got into LA gear. He was one pimping LA gear, but Michael Jordan, part of the dream team. He's always been one of my heroes he is turning 60, and he just donated $10 million to make a wish for his birthday. So that was his birthday. Is that now a rule where you get to a certain age and you have to give people things on your birthday? Because I'm not, I'm not down for that. <laughs> I know. No, I have found that when, when it comes to holidays, I, I don't get much in my house. Yeah. I know what you're doing right now. <clears throat> I don't. Kind of the afterthought. Yeah, like, what would dad like? Oh, a key lime pie. Yeah, great. Yeah. yeah. An iPhone 2. <laughs> that was, the iPhone conversations were not good. Yeah, the iPhone debacle. It was the... But hey, it's worked out for you, though. What has? Like, things are moving on up for you. <laughs> wow. Things are finally, you know, bouncing your way. Are you sure? I feel like they are. I feel like they're headed in a good direction for you. I think you got a point, though, Scotty. When I turn 60, I'm not, I don't want to be no. given things for my birthday. I want to receive things for my birthday. That would still be nice. Like size 32 pants. Don't want those for my birthday either. Nope. Don't need gold pants. I'm old. 60 years old for Michael Jordan. Yeah, I don't like that. My goal is to not buy you anything. What? Why? No, I'm just like, no, I mean like oh, not buying something for other age. people. Yeah, That's my goal. He's also been the face of Make-A-Wish for See, I never put Michael Jordan and Make-A-Wish together. Have you? Did you know that? I did. Yeah, I, I did. I hadn't really noticed that before. Uh, Make-A-Wish released a statement. He has granted, they didn't put the exact number on it. They just said hundreds of wishes since 1989. He's been the number one requested celebrity and face for these kids with terminal illness. So... And that's a tough one. Yeah. And I I was lucky enough when I was still playing professionally, I got to grant a Make-A-Wish. I was part of a group. You were a Make-A-Wish. Mm-hmm. I was part of a group. It was me, Joe Germain, um, uh, maybe Tom Pace, 
and we granted a wish for this young boy named Riker Fox. He had terminal brain cancer, and he just wanted to go bowling with professional football players. Really? It's not that our name had really any value. It had a little bit here in the market, but he just wanted to go bowling and have a pizza party with professional football players. That's awesome. So we did. Knowing knowing you guys, you made that a party too. Oh, we made it a party. Yeah. And he was six at the time. And we fell in love with the kid and got to know the family really well. In fact, I'm still really close. Well, you you know Sarah and Tracy at the Humane Foundation. Oh, is that how you were connected to them? I had no idea. Yes. So that's his aunts. No kidding. Uh huh. Okay. And, uh, and yeah, so we had an opportunity to, to grant the wish and, he passed away a short time after the wish. Wow. And that's the tough thing with these make-a-wish. Most of them are terminal. Yeah, Most of them aren't going to recover. So it's incredible that Michael Jordan would offer $10 million and hundreds of wishes granted. It, it means a lot to me. Yeah. It's awesome. All right. Hans Olsen, Scott Gerard. Should we do it? Should we give them away? Should we do it? Uh, hey, give the newsroom's number. <laughs> Caller number 12, but you got to call the KSL radio newsroom. I'm kidding. Don't. Do not. Do not do that. Give them Gephardt's number. <laughs> let's Rick, let's Rick roll Gephardt. <laughs> well, I got his cell phone number now. Let's give, it, give out his cell. And let's Rick roll him. Oh, man. 801-575-ZONE 801-575-ZONE Caller number Do we want to stick with 12, Lloyd? Or do you want to go a different number? Should we go caller number 23? Since it's the I like it 2023 yes. All-Star Game Alright 2020, 2023rd caller No, I'm just joking <laughs> I love it uh, caller number 23 right now 801-575-ZONE And Lloyd will personally give you two tickets to the celebrity game coming up tomorrow. Hans will be there. Lloyd will be there. Sadly, I will not be there. But we're going to miss you, bud. It makes it even better. I won't be there. You get to hang out with Hans. 801-575-ZONE. This is 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. This is Jake Scott and Ben Anderson. I want to get your reaction to uh, to the trade, to where the Jazz go from here. It was an okay trade. It is not one of Danny Ainge's best trades he's made since he's been with the Jazz. You unloaded a lot of pieces, and now as you start to look around and you think, huh, Jazz gave up three rotation players and had to give up two second-round picks and got an interesting first from the Lakers, top four protected. I think it has some value as a trade piece. I don't think the Jazz will ever make it. I don't think the Jazz made a great trade. I don't think they made a terrible trade. I think it's one they felt like they had to make. You may not call it a great trade, fine, but I think they accomplished their two top priorities, adding a draft pick and moving off Mike Conley's contract. I think you're exactly right. I do think Mike Conley was dangerously close to being a team because he's owed $24 million next year, which is a lot of money. He's probably the 18th to 13th best starting point guard in the NBA next year. Here, Jake Scott and Ben Anderson every day from 10 to noon on 97.5 the KSL Sports Zone. And Solson and Scotty Chick. Chick, Chick. That's right. Yeah! On 97.5, the KSL Sports Zone. Standing here beside you, want so much to give you this love in my heart that I'm feeling for you. Let him see what crazy. I don't care about that. Put your hand in my hand.
Hans and Scotty wrapping up another edition of the show. Fun one today. Ooh, it was busy. We missed a lot of things that we wanted to get to, but uh, we'll hit those things coming up tomorrow. Remember, tomorrow is a really big day. It's a snow pants, snow boots, and snow coat day for us tomorrow, right? Yes. There's going to be heat out cold. there. We're no, outside. Here's the thing. We're not going to be outside of a grocery store and have to go in and buy ourselves a sweatshirt in the middle of the show. <laughs> and I miss Gordon. <laughs> no, it won't be that. Uh, I, I think our, our buddy Joey's got his heaters and stuff. But we are going to be right there on the corner of right you know right at right by the uh, triad center looking right over to the arena so feel free to come by say hi bring us hot chocolate burgers you know steaks whatever yes (laughs) yes let's do it man let's just make it a party anything you bring we'll tailgate with you yeah it's it's our little tailgate it's the hans and scotty tailgate all-star game tailgate and as adam mentioned earlier remember all public transit is free so you can take the tracks. I just, we have a commercial likely that just run, ran talking about it. Oh, really? Yeah. I should have been listening. Yeah. But free transit. So, Lloyd, you and I will hop on that uh, bus and we'll head up to We're the heading. celebrity game at the Huntsman Center and come back down on it and hit the Rising Star game and yep. make it a full day tomorrow. Tomorrow's going to be a fun day. You can see all kinds of stuff there as you get ready for... <laughs> A little public transit on its way up. Or I'm going to enjoy all kinds of things there. <laughs> What's that sound? <laughs> oh, I'm so pumped for All-Star Gene Weekend. Hackman, don't worry about yeah. it. I'm so pumped for All-Star Weekend. So many great events. And as Don Sterling mentioned, as Alima Harrington mentioned, there are events that are happening down here that are free, that are great charitable causes. If you're interested in the crossover, the game that we were talking about with Alema, yes, you can get those free tickets using promo code Alema, but you need to check out Scotty's Twitter, Scotty yeah. G Zone. I just retweeted the, or I just tweeted out the link. Alema uh, Harrington's got, and uh, look, uh, Meta World Peace, Flavor Flav. Come on, that's the, that's the, that's a quite the triumphant right there. It I is. will be so disappointed that large clock is not around his neck. It, it, has to be. it will be. Yeah. yeah. It is. Yeah. I just need a lemma, flavor flavor, and meta world peace, man. And you never clock. know what's gonna happen in that arena. Come on. That's gonna be crazy. All right. Uh Adam's hanging out with us from Five Star Painting. Adam, thanks for hanging out with us, man. This has been fun today. Yeah, it was a good time. Let's enjoy it. Um all right, so five star painting, interior, exterior, and the fifteen percent the free paint includes for both, correct? Uh yeah, yeah. So right now if you if you get the free estimate and then are able to schedule and deposit before the end of February, so about fourteen days left, uh we'll add fifteen percent on top of the free paint. And you don't have to have the job done before then, just yeah. scheduled. So, And, you know, the other thing, too, is there's a lot of guys that would be like, no, I can do this myself. But I think it's when you especially when you talk about the exterior of your home, you've got to make sure that you get the right paint and you do it the right way. And because if, if you screw it up, you're just going to have to change it up and you might even damage your home a little bit. Yeah, yeah, you definitely could. I I've seen a cup. I actually have a house in my neighborhood, which is embarrassing, that they did it themselves and you can see you can see the underlayering of where they they just totally missed. There's one top corner they couldn't reach. They didn't paint it. Oh my goodness. I mean, it's I I, I should just go give them my business card, but they did it themselves for a reason, but but yeah, it, it especially the exterior and and it doesn't take long. We're going to be there 
from Monday to Friday on most projects. We're in and out. We clean up. Everything's nice. We walk through, make sure you're happy. I mean, it's it's minus your windows being covered for a couple of days. It's pretty painless. Wow. And again, 15% off. Uh, when you get on the books and you get a deposit in, and it's a, it, you know, a lot of people are asking for fifty percent. You're thirty five percent deposit. Yeah, most most people in the industry will do fifty, and and we only ask for thirty five because we want you to trust us and know that we're going to be there all the way through to make sure you're happy. And you don't pay that final payment until you are absolutely happy and you do the walkthrough and everything. Absolutely. Yep. It's it's. You don't pay it until our our estimator, project manager, and the customer have walked through. We've taken care of all the touch ups, everything you need, and then you can, and then you'd pay the final. And it all starts with that free estimate. Uh, all you have to do is call 801-208-2649. That's 801-208-2649. You know, the other thing before I let you go, Adam, is that I know there's a lot of people that know that I've got to repaint my home, but I don't know what colors. I do, you know, I need a little advice. Uh, you guys can help out there too, and just kind of like, hey, maybe try this, or let's look at this and see, uh, see, see what work, works best. So we definitely are willing to make suggestions. We won't ever pick the color for no, no, you. Yeah. You know, yeah. run into some trouble there. But we can we can suggest a lot of things. We actually have a pretty cool app that we use where I can pull up all projects that we've done in your area, and I can show you the pictures from them and say, hey, here's this what this is what this person did. This is what this person did. You could drive by their house, you know. A lot of different options, and and we do partner with Sherwin too. They'll they'll bring out a color specialist for you, and 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 actually go through the whole thing and and help you pick colors too. And we actually pay for that for you. Wow, that's great. Eight zero one two zero eight twenty six forty nine. That's eight zero one two zero eight two six four nine. Five star painting. Adam, thanks so much, man. Absolutely. Thanks for having me. This is ninety seven five the KSL Sports Zone. Two friends taking pictures of the rising full moon on a summer night. Two teenage kids doing what teenage kids do when a stranger with a gun and a death wish changed everything it was violent it was senseless and i will never understand it i will never accept it i'm amy donaldson and unfortunately we're all too familiar with stories about how violence shatters lives but what we rarely see is how they are rebuilt in a new podcast the letter we relive tragedy but only so we can hear the rest of the story. The struggle to reclaim lives, the realities of grief, and the possibilities of forgiveness. I believe in miracles. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are, and this is a big one. Follow the letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts.